guys, it's Carrie, Fullerton Professional Organizing, and today I'm talking to you about Kay Patterson. She is, uh, she has a YouTube channel, The Organized Soprano, and she, this time we're talking about, you know, your home office and working from home and, um, I'm sure by now with the pandemic being uh, still ongoing and some of you are still working at home and some may not be, but uh, you may have all of this down already, but we're going to go and talk about it anyway, just in case. But um, she says to set up in an area free from noise and distraction, if possible, with lots of natural light. Uh, maybe by a window, but of course not everyone has the opportunity, uh, you know, and the extra space for a home office. So some of us have to just set up wherever we can. I just happen to be fortunate because I am an empty nester. I have a three bedroom, so I have a guest bedroom and a craft room slash office. And then the uh, owners of this house had closed in uh, the patio. So my husband's home office is the closed in patio slash office. Um, and it looks like an office. It has shelves and all of that because the previous owners had already closed it in. So we both have a very quiet uh, place to go uh, anywhere in the house. But you may not. So you may wind up having to set up uh, at a kitchen table and you may not have the opportunity. But you, as you know, to get anything done, especially if you have kids or uh, especially if you have kids at home, uh, just find a place that has as few distractions as possible. She at one time uh, set up her office in a closet because it was the only place she could close off and uh, from distractions. So there are ways to do it. It just takes a little out of the box thinking, but pick a, and, and make sure you pick a comfortable chair. Uh, she started using a gaming chair because the chair she had that really matched her decor was not comfortable. So just because you can find a cute little chair that matches your decor doesn't always mean it's going to be comfortable. And that's what she uses. She says, avoid a sight line that distracts you. You know, especially if you're a mom, seeing all the laundry that needs to be done while you're supposed to be working at your desk, uh, all the things in your home that need to get done are just kind of staring at you while you're trying to uh, work from home. So that's something that we have to adjust to as well. Be careful of mental clutter like texts and emails and all those notifications. If your phone is a constant distraction, sometimes you may have to put it in a drawer somewhere and check it only in the mornings, only before you eat lunch and uh, before maybe an hour or so before you're supposed to clock out in case there's something that needs to be done. Um, it just depends on the type of work that you do, whether or not you can 
be away from your phone or not. Especially if you have little ones, um, it, it may not be something that you can do. But if at all possible and your phone is keeping you from getting your work done, um, you may need to do that. Uh, desk clutter. Set boundaries. Desk clutter can be distracting as well, so make sure you have a nice, clean desktop. Set boundaries with your family and friends so that you can schedule, uh, you know, have your schedule posted where they, when they can disturb you and when they cannot disturb you. I do when I'm making my YouTube video podcast I do have a sign on my door that says recording so that my family knows or my husband knows um, when he walks by that I'm recording um, and don't forget just because you're working at home you should take mental breaks you can take 10 minute walks 20 minute walks 15 minute walks uh, in the mornings and in the afternoons and don't eat at your desk take a real lunch break and go and eat somewhere else in the home uh, or use that time to take another walk but don't eat at your desk you will burn out you need to take your regular breaks and lunches uh, physical, you know, uh, and cords, all those cords that are around your desk, those need to be organized and out of sight because they are one of those mental distractions. All right, let's do a little review of some of the things I learned from uh, Kay Patterson. With so many of us still working remotely, Kay shares on her YouTube the best ways to set up workspace so you can focus on work and get more done. She says to separate your workspace from your actual living space, if at all possible. I know it's not always possible. If you can't dedicate an entire room, try turning a closet into an office so you can close the door at the end of the workday. Kay says, I mostly deal with the real relationship between the objects and the person. So just evaluate your relationship between an object and you and that way you can either decide to keep it or usher it out the door. Um, things that you don't need in your workspace. One of the biggest jumps in productivity comes after taking a break and from taking several breaks during the day. She also talks about the natural light. Natural light can have a huge impact on your well-being and your mood boosting productivity. Those breaks and the um, natural light have been known to make people more productive during their work day. The difference between what is clutter to one person and what is essential to another person is the relationship between them and that item. That's what she was talking about before. 
the items that are distracting you or keeping you uh, your mentally cluttered, those should be removed from your desk and from your workspace. But if those are items that make you feel more productive and more energized, then those items can stay. And everyone is different. Studies have shown a correlation between productivity and colors that are present in the workspace. The colors that are going to help you are the ones found most often in nature, such as blues are more relaxing and greens. And she pulls those greens in with some plants. And those plants, if they're um, real plants, they will also oxygenate your air and that also helps. Set boundaries with your family or roommates about when you are available and when you aren't so that they will know what to expect and they won't interrupt at the wrong moment, especially if you do Zoom calls and, and such. Don't set up your workspace in an area of high traffic. People will be coming in and out, meaning you'll be more distracted. I think we all pretty much know that. That's a given. Trying to avoid having things in sight such as laundry to do, bills to pay, or a kitchen that needs cleaning is not a good idea either. Try to keep only items you use every single day and a couple of decorations on your desk to reduce clutter. I know um, Nikki, uh, at home with Nikki and at work with Nikki suggests just a lamp and a plant and just the things that you touch on a all day long on a daily basis. Those are the only things you really need on your desk. The other items can be on a shelf nearby or in drawers if you have a desk or a space that has drawers. Some of you are at kitchen tables, so that may be a rolling tiered cart. Um, let's see, where did I leave off? Try to keep, oh, okay. Invest in a cable box to hide and contain cords. Command strips and cable holders are also helpful to keep cords up and off the floor. You know, you don't want to be constantly tripping over all of the cables and cords and you want your area to look nice and neat. You don't want to have to see all those cables and cords everywhere. Um, in my husband's office, I organized it, but he liked all his cables and cords <laughs> everywhere. And uh, he is an IT guy, so all that computer cords and stuff was not a distraction for him. And I could not um, organize that part for him because that's just not was not an option in there but in my own space yes I like to have all those cords tucked out of the way and uh, I do have cords that I can't tuck out of the way because I have to I have to hook up my my mic to my phone and um, I have to switch out the phone cord and the cord to download my podcasts 
uh, I have to switch those out. All right, guys. Well, this was kind of a short one. Um, I hope that it was helpful and I will see you on the next podcast. Thank you for listening and watching.